Hello there, teacher friend, homeschooling mama. So happy that you are back here today. This is going to be an episode that really gives some clarity over homeschooling versus traditional schooling versus micro schooling. Now, you can look up all of these details all over the internet, all over Pinterest. You're going to see varying opinions and varying definitions of each type of schooling. Now, what I really intend for this episode is to have you walk away. Maybe you are in a transition right now of homeschooling your children and moving into a micro school, or you're working in a traditional school setting and you're moving into potentially homeschooling your children, or then opening up a micro school. My intention is for you to get some gray areas more clear. And I hope that it also inspires you to think about what you're currently doing and how you can transition into something that either lights your heart on fire, makes you feel more at peace, or allows you to create an income stream that really serves you and your family. We're going to talk about similarities and differences. I think you're going to be very inspired about what you're currently doing and moving, creating something that is on steroids compared to what you're already doing or just finding a connection to what you are currently giving your students or your own children in an effort to monetize your future. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. As we start off this podcast episode, I want to share a podcast review from Ashley B. Ashley B has been in our Facebook community for quite some time now. She has started her own tutoring business. She just locked the doors to her classroom. And she was so kind to leave us a podcast review. We also enjoy reading the podcast reviews over our podcast episodes, but we also take the podcast review whenever you write a review and we type it up and we put it onto our Facebook business page and Instagram page. And we want to give a shout out to Ashley B. Ashley B says, McKenzie's podcast has helped me set up for success as I leave the traditional classroom and start a new journey for myself. It has everything and more you'd ever want to learn about anything homeschool, micro school, learning pod, and tutoring. Five out of five would recommend to anyone looking for clarity and guidance as they embark on this next big step. Thank you so much, Ashley. We are so grateful for this podcast review because it allows people to understand how much work and success that you have put into 
building out your dream, locking your classroom doors, and being able to embark on a new journey. Thank you, Ashley, for sharing this. We're so grateful for you. And if you have the time and the heart in your spirit to leave us a podcast review, it will not go unnoticed. Not only will it bless me, it will bless others. I would love to read it over our upcoming podcast episodes and also give you a shout out on social media. So thank you so much. Now, as we are homeschooling or teaching, you may even be starting out your regular traditional school year, but you're also thinking, gosh, I really want to do something different. Maybe you are starting your micro school for the very first year and you are thinking about speaking to parents and they're going to ask you, what is the difference in what you do compared to traditional school or homeschooling? This is huge. So I definitely suggest that you get out a pen and paper, baby, because these are very, very good pieces of information that you can even put on your website. So very, very good information to not only share with parents, but to also get some clarity for yourself as you are homeschooling or teaching, but also to put on your website or your social media. So let's get into what makes the difference between traditional traditional schooling, homeschooling, and micro-schooling. Now, I will say you will find micro-schooling to be more on the shift of homeschooling. That's why a lot of micro-schools also consider themselves a homeschool hybrid because they will not only open their school out full-time, but they will also allow parents to choose to send their children two, three days out of, out of the week, and then the parents finish the rest of the schooling at home. So a homeschool hybrid is a really great approach to micro-schooling. You can find micro-schooling to be more along the lines of homeschooling, which is why I use the words homeschooling business, micro-schooling, homeschool hybrid. I'll also use the words learning pod. This is going to help you as you are not only gaining clarity for yourself, but also being able to explain it to others. What is a micro-school? And as we are listening to some of these details, I want you to think about Could this be more along the lines of traditional schooling or more along the lines of homeschooling? And that will help you to really be able to identify. And although we're not making ourselves fall into a bucket of, I'm a traditional school teacher, I'm homeschooling, we are bringing a different alternative approach to both of those, plus adding in even more, more like even a private school approach as well. So let's listen to this. A micro school is, is micro. It's small scale. It's also independent. It's an independent educational setting that typically consists of a small number of students. And you can just scour over the internet. They're going to say anywhere from five students all the way up to 30 students, 30 students up to 100 students. The point is micro is smaller than your average traditional school or I mean, it could be even larger than a private school, but it is a micro school. It's small and it's independent. One way that micro schools differ from traditional schools and homeschooling is size. Now think about this, size. Compare it to a traditional school. Micro schools are intentionally small, typically with a limited number of students. This allows for a more personalized attention and individualized learning experience. So let's say you have a micro school full of 30 students. Well, I used to have a fifth grade class full of 30 students, not a whole school full of 30 students. Also, this being small allows for, again, more personalized attention. You are able to give 
a small but more in-depth approach to teaching rather than just covering a large gamut of material or having so many students. If you're a middle school student or a high school student, you can have all the way up to 210 students potentially in a given school day, less or more. So you have a smaller group of students. If your whole school is full of 30 students, typically what we do at Lighthouse Learning is we have ability grouping. So we might have students who are kindergarten through sixth grade, but what we do is we take seven sixth graders, pull them into a group, teach their reading lesson, and then have them go to a math teacher, and that math teacher will teach them their math. We might have a first grader and a third grader in the same reading group, depending on their reading skills, their phonics, their comprehension, so forth. So we are really able to give ability grouping and teaching. Number two, what makes it different as a micro school from traditional and homeschooling is structure. Micro schools often have a very flexible and non-traditional structure compared to traditional schools. This is where it really lends itself to homeschooling. Homeschooling has more flexible and non-traditional structures. You can also operate on a part-time basis. You're not going to get that in traditional public school or private school. You can also have multi-age classrooms, which really lends itself to homeschooling. And you can implement project-based learning approaches because you've got a smaller group, you know your kids very well, and you're able to really, as an independent school, infuse more project-based learning rather than standards-based learning. Number three is curriculum. As a micro school, you have the flexibility to design and tailor your own curriculum to meet the needs and interests of our students. Now, this is very rare in a traditional school because you're given the textbooks, you're given the standards, you're given the scope and sequence. In your micro school, you have the flexibility to ditch the curriculum if you don't like it, to add more to it. You can have your own scope and sequence, of course. You can still teach the standards if you want to, of course, but you have more autonomy. I remember as a public school teacher just thinking, oh, okay, we got this new reading series. I'm super excited. And a month into it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is dreadful. But I have to teach it with fidelity. And I've got to do it the entire school year. And I've got to teach this one curriculum to so many students who have varying needs. Students that are gifted. Students that are special needs. And students who are Hispanic of other other speaking languages even. And it was so difficult. But as a micro school, you're really able to niche down, choose your curriculum just as you would in a homeschool. Number four, your teaching approach in a micro school. We, micro schools typically emphasize very innovative teaching methods. And yes, you can do the same thing in regular traditional schools or private schools. You might have a lot of technology-based learning. You can still have innovative approaches. But a lot of times we will find that that experience that experience learning really goes aside. The student-centered approaches goes aside. You've got so many students. You've got so many so much material to cover. You've got so many distractions and interruptions during the day. Your teaching approach really lends itself to what homeschooling parents can do. They can do innovative teaching methods. They can do experiential learning. They can do student-centered learning approaches. They may even focus on hands-on activities. And yes, you can do little bits and pieces of that in a traditional school setting, but when you're able to create your micro school, you can literally create your day-to-day structure based around this type of learning. So you take your teaching approach and really connect it to a philosophy, whether it's Montessori, whether it's project-based learning, whether it's STEM, whether it is Waldorf, 
whether it is project-based collaborative projects, personalized instruction, hands-on, whatever it is, your philosophy, you get to teach with that approach. Number five, I'd say this is such an amazing way to describe the difference between a micro school and a homeschooling business, how they go together, but how it's different than traditional school is your community. We foster as micro schools a tight knit community atmosphere where students, teachers, and families work closely together. This is not the meet the teacher at open house, see her again at parent teacher conferences, and maybe at the end of the year party. No, we see our students almost or our parents almost on a on a day-to-day basis. And so that connection makes families really know their teachers, the teachers of their children, help them to understand how connected we are to their child, know their children. And honestly, there's just such a strong sense of community and collaboration within a micro school, which allows these families to become lifers, truly, truly lifers. And if there's ever a discrepancy or any question that parents have, you're right there to answer it. And that does not mean that it is a distraction or a problem. It actually increases the livelihood of your school and just the ability to connect with families on a deeper level. Six, location. I'm telling you, it's super cool. You don't have to be a brick and mortar. You can be established as a micro school in just a variety of settings. You can have a dedicated building. You can have a community space, even starting out in your home. Right now, we are we started out our first three years in my home. Now we are moving into a dance studio, but we have so many opportunities to do outside learning at a local park that is absolutely beautiful, has exercise equipment, basketball courts, tennis courts, a garden, a river, ducks. We're able to take our learning out there every single day, even whenever we did this in my home. We also went to our neighborhood park each day and we were able to have way more field trips. So that location piece for a micro school is really different compared to a traditional school, but also mimics a homeschool type of environment as well. Number seven are your resources. Micro schools may have some limited resources compared to traditional schools. Okay, you might not have as much technology. You might not have as much STEM. You may not have as many teachers, but we are able to leverage our community partnership, our online resources. We can do something called OutSchool. You can hire people from other places around the world. I work with a teacher who has an online school. And she employs people from all over the world to come and teach online classes to her students in her micro school. We also have so many people, volunteers coming in for partnerships. And you are definitely still able to use technology. You just have to be creative with it. For an example, we raised money for 10 Google Chromebooks this year. Um, Those were completely paid for by outside community sources donating to our school. I would definitely say that the resources can be a positive But this is one area that people get very tripped up on, such as, where do I get my furniture? How do I find this? How do I pay for this? How do I get funding for my school? And I would say, little by little, you can build this. And your funding does not have to be extreme, nor do you have to take out loans to do this. You can start at a very minimal cost. My very first year, Because we needed a new van and because we started out in my home, I started the school with less than on less than a thousand dollars. Number eight is your legal status. 
This is a big one that everybody wants to know about. Micro schools typically do need to comply with some relevant education laws and regulations in their jurisdiction. I highly recommend because we kind of stand alone as a micro school, there aren't a lot of laws, so to speak, in different cities, countries around our United States of America, but there could be in other countries. I would definitely say that we fall along the idea of a private school in some states. You have to look at your SSHSLDA.org law. So again, that's Homeschool Legal Defense Association. They give some really great laws defining homeschooling and private schooling, but we typically fall within underneath the homeschool umbrella. And every single law typically varies from those applicable to traditional schools or to homeschooling. Either way, your legal status can definitely be a little tricky because you're like, I don't know, am I legal or am I illegal? I don't know how to set this up. This is what I help my coaching clients with. We get all your legal status first and foremost out of the way. We also look at your location, get that out of the way. We look at your finances. Those are the parts, if you look at our map, um, when it comes to building your homeschooling business, there's eight steps to building your homeschooling business. That's a free resource. You can get it downloaded at our and our free resources, www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash resources. I'll also link it in the show notes. Look at our map. The first three steps of building your micro school all revolve around one, getting clarity, which is a big step in what we did today. Two is looking at your le- your legal requirements and three, developing your location and also determining your niche. I go through all of that with my coaching clients. You can book a session at www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. You can also just go to teachersletyourlightshine.com. We have so many resources free on there. I've got a blog. We've got all of our coaching programs. We've got our business bundle to help you start your business. If you're looking into starting your micro school and you're a year out, I highly recommend that you get our business bundle, all of the necessary pieces that could be working on right now to start and develop your school. I'm super excited to share more information with you as you step into our Facebook group. You can just go onto Facebook, Teacher Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community, and we can touch base more on getting this clarity work out of the way so you can actually begin starting your business. I look forward to seeing you there, and as always, keep shining. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. Because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.